Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of friends have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben and today I'm drinking a gin and tonic with crunchy crunchy cucumber. And locked in with me today we have... Hi I'm Chris and I'm drinking a Coke Zero. Hi I'm Tony and I'm drinking a Brewdog Elvis juice but I have got a whiskey queued up for after that. Ooh, very nice. So how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the Infinite Escape Rooms, many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week is our beloved National Health Service. <laughs> no! That's, that's terrifying. I, mean, I, I don't know the, if I can cope with this responsibility. <laughs> if, if the polls are to be believed, we're going to lose it anyway. That's so. true. Hmm. This week, we find ourselves in a hall of sorts. There's a projector and a piano and some climbing frames against one of the walls. There are some tables laid out and some secretive-looking booths over to one side. We must be in a school hall polling station. The clock calendar thing on the wall says it's 6am on the 12th of December 2019. We're just one hour away from the general election polls opening, and if we're caught in here ahead of time, well, that surely can't be good for us. Ahead of us is the registration table, where we should start. And that's my puzzle. Okay, so in front of you is a trestle table where you would normally expect to see some smiling electoral officials with reams of paper, a ruler and a pencil ready to cross your name off as you present yourself to vote. However, the Infinite Conservatory Party won a majority in the last election to the Infinite Assembly, and their swinging cuts <laughs> have led to the replacement of the usually trusty humans. Sitting atop the table is a squat grey box with a CRT monitor set into the front. A label at the bottom left of the screen reads Democratron 9000, and a label at the bottom right reads Provided by G4S. At the top of the screen is a small <laughs> camera looking at you expectantly. The screen says touch here to be identified. Below the table, there is a large chest which says dressing up supplies, and behind the table, there is a notice board on the wall. Can I touch here, please? Yes, absolutely. So you touch the screen, and it flickers and changes to a blue background which says, please wait, initiating facial scan. The screen then goes red, flashing up white text saying, you are not an authorised voter. Please step back. In much smaller writing in the bottom left corner, a box says administrator. Can I click on the administrator box? Absolutely. You click on administrator and the screen loads a prompt which asks you to enter your four-digit access code. Knowing the normal security government systems, can I try zero, 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 zero? Uh, you put in zero, 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 zero and hit the enter key. It goes, eh, eh, you are not an authorised administrator. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that is, in fairness, that's like a reasonable assessment of G4S, but it's not. It's, I'm afraid I've made things slightly more difficult than that. Uh, it must be the same thing reversed. <laughs> this is the... Uh... <laughs> This is just a fictional version of G4S that does yeah. security. Yeah. yeah. G4S actually stands for good for security. Not really, not really. Does. But in the Infinite Escape Room it does. Um, <laughs> it's a backronym that I've just literally just made up. Great. Could we, uh, could we take a delve into the uh, dressing up chest, please? Absolutely. So you open up the dressing up chest and in it you find there's a handful of bags in there and each of them has a label on the outside and so the four, five labels that you find on these Five bags say lumberjack, grandma, stereotypical Frenchman, fisherman, boudicca. Interesting. Right. Do you want to open the bags or do you want to leave them? Wait, lumberjack, grandma, Frenchman, fisherman, fisherman, fisherman. boudicca or bodicea or bodicea or yeah. whatever 
you feel most comfortable with. Bub, bub the cub. Okay, and can we have a look at the notice board, please? Absolutely. So, on the notice board behind the screen, you see all the usual items that you'd expect to see on a school notice board. There are lunch menus, there are crudely painted zoo animals that the reception kids have done, uh, a list of this week's sums, and a collection of photos of the teaching staff. Would you like more detail on any of those things? Yeah, can we have a look at this week's sums? Yes, uh, there are four sums here. Uh, the first one reads negative three multiplied by negative two. The second one reads eight plus negative three. The third one is just the square root symbol and the number nine. And the last one is four multiplied by one half. I can't remember, Chris. If if we multiply two negatives, do they become positive? Yeah, I think they do. Can I go and try as the admin code 6532, please? You absolutely can. So you type in uh, 6532, and up on the screen pops up a list saying voting record followed by today's date, the 12th of December. The list currently has three names on it, uh, which are McPuffin, comma, M, and then in parenthesis it says Postal, Crab, comma, S, and in parenthesis, Postal and enquête, comma, P, and then in parenthesis again, postal. That was the bit that I had to put in, <laughs> that they all said postal. Um, could we uh, have the that last name again, please? Yes, it's enquête, E-N-Q-U-E-T-T-E. It's French for pole. Can we dress up as, as the French, the Frenchman? You want to put the Frenchman costume on? Yeah, and then try and identify again, try and go back through as... <laughs> Sure. So you uh, you put on, you open up the bag for the uh, stereotypical Frenchman. In it, there is a string of onions, a baguette, a beret, uh, a fake moustache that will tumble out of this bag. So you, you know, chuck the string of onions around your neck, you hold the ba- baguette, you put the mm. beret and the fake moustache on, and you stand in front of the screen and press the, uh, whatever I said before, touch here to be identified. <laughs> Uh, and the screen phases back into red again and says, you have already voted. Trying to vote a second Ah. time is electoral fraud. Please step away from the machine. So in that case, then, I would say, so the French one is out. Uh, We don't need that Mm. one. I would suggest that Crab S um, would perhaps point us to the fisherman. So maybe we don't need to do that one. I'm a little... Oh, it's the other ones. It's the ones that aren't on the list. Yes, I'm I'm wondering what McPuffin might refer to. I have no idea. If I remember rightly... the, the names aren't necessarily relevant. Those two were more of a coincidence. Than oh. <laughs> hmm. Is there anything else on the notice board that we haven't looked at? The, the pictures. Could we have a look at the pictures of Absolutely. the staff, please? Yes. So there are um, five pictures of the staff that work in this uh, infant school. There is the head teacher, Marianne McPuffin, uh, who's a grey-haired woman wearing pearls and a set of thick-rimmed glasses. Uh, there's deputy head, Pierre Enquette, a man with uh, the air of a beatnik wearing a natty beret with a well-groomed curly moustache. The third picture is of reception teacher, Eddie Banjo, a man with messy brown hair and a check shirt. Uh, number four is year one teacher, Susanna Crabb, who's wearing a blue and white striped jersey and a red and white spotted neckerchief. And number five is uh, year two teacher Diane Jazz Horsley, who has long red hair and heavy blue eye makeup. Jazz horse. Jazz horse. Okay, so um, again, two of them have sort of, so it's two of them have come up. We've got the head teacher. I can't remember her first name, but that was, she was uh, Mrs. Uh, McPuffin, if I'm rightly. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, who's already voted. So we pr- mm. probably don't want to. I'm guessing do too much with her. We've also got Sue Crabb, the year one teacher, who, again, has already posted, uh, uh, voted, so probably not her. Um, I didn't see the uh, the, the Pierre one. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what was their last name? Enquette. That's Enquette. The okay, so, so 
Exactly. So Pierre Anquette, again, we've we've tried uh, him already. So I would say that he's out. So we've got Eddie Banjo and uh, Diane. Diane or Diana? Diane. Jazz Horsley. Again, don't know where that came from. Hmm. Jazz Horsley. Could we have um, what what Eddie's picture looked like again, please? Yes, Eddie is a man with messy brown hair and a check shirt. So that's a lumberjack? I think so. So Fuck it, I'm going to try it. Can I put the lumberjack outfit on and try to identify myself again? So you open the lumberjack bag and inside you find a plaid shirt, a toy axe, and a frayed uh, fluffy toy that looks like it might once have been a beaver. Um, you figure that that would probably look not dissimilar to Eddie Banjo's hair, so you plop it on top of your head and you stand in front of the camera. The screen starts the scanning process again. Please wait, initiating facial scan. And after a couple of seconds of the camera running you up and down, it says, please proceed to bowling polling booth to cast vote. And it prints out a ballot sheet for you that comes out of a little slot at the bottom of the screen. In the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, a message flashes up saying, ballot papers remaining, one. Hmm. So I think you've got to dress up as the other one. <laughs> Could we please have uh, J- Diane Jazz Horthley, um description again, please? Uh, she has long red hair and heavy blue eye makeup. Boudicca? Uh, d- Could we have a look at the Boudicca bag and, uh, yes. and see what that has in it? Inside you find a flowing red wig, a heavy blue robe with a leather breastplate, and a small tin marked Imitation Woad. I mean, if, if either of us matched a lumberjack, it was definitely Chris, and I think... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I, I, think I think that this is my natural... Uh... This is it. You found your true self. Yes. I will start with the breastplate and uh, work upwards, please. Okay. <laughs> so you put the breastplate on, you put the wig on. What What do you do with the imitation woad, this little tin? Do we all know what woad is? No idea. Uh, okay. Like, yeah. Celts of old. And I don't know that Boudicca would necessarily have done this, but like old uh, British Isles cultures tend to get muddled up. It was like blue body paint that they would put on when they went into battle and things like that. So it's it's basically blue face paint. You've got the imitation woad. You you look back at the picture of Diane and you realise that uh, the heavy blue eye makeup that she's wearing is a pretty distinctive feature. Uh, and you could probably imitate that with the woad. So you smear a little bit on your eyelids. You stand in front of the camera and you get the same uh, green screen with please proceed to polling booth to cast vote. And uh, another polling, sorry, another ballot card gets printed out Uh, noisily from the slot at the bottom of the screen Uh, the machine then flashes up that message in the bottom right corner that says ballot papers remaining and now it says zero the machine emits a series of mechanical clunks and whirs from its right hand side and a plastic flap drops down revealing the printer paper roller predictably empty because it's run out of ballot sheets at the same time a key tumbles out of the hidden compartment clattering to the ground it's attached to a key fob which reads i voted all right congratulations (laughs) you found the voter id laws disproportionately prevent minority groups from exercising their democratic rights key <laughs> fantastic <laughs> told you it wasn't and subtle fan- <laughs> fantastic yeah hilarious yeah. and true there we go yes so there you go you've got your first key with our ballot papers in hand i suppose we better uh, head over towards the uh the booths and that's my puzzle <laughs> I've realised I've done this as just like a single person, really. So you've uh, you've amalgamated into a single entity. Cool. We've stapled the two sheets together. And I will now refer to you as Boney. Okay, great. <laughs> so entering the voting booth, you look down at the voting slip and see three names presented are Josh Robinson, Alfie Granger, Mr. Royce Benji. You notice these names don't match the candidates each of whom you would recognise from their leaflets, having been left on your dining room table for months waiting to be read. Could we have their names again, please? Josh Robinson, Alfie Granger, 
Mr. Royce Benji. Is that Granger with an I or without an I? Well, you're looking closer, you see it's it's kind of spelled a little bit odd. It's like a, there's a, been a mistake or a typo or something. It's spelled G-R-A-N-E-G-R. Oh, that's a new one on me. Are any of the others spelled weirdly? Do you want the spelling of all of them? Absolutely. So Josh, Josh Robinson is spelled J-O-S-H-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. And Mr. Royce Benji is spelled Mr. Yeah, mm-hmm. M-R. Uh, Royce R O Y C E, uh-huh. and Benji is spelled B E N J Y. J Y. And they, these are not the candidates that we. They're not the candidates you were expecting to see. No, not okay. at all. Do they have a party affiliation written next to them? No, okay. that also appears to be missing from the uh, the the thing. Bit of paper in front of you. What's it called? Ballot paper. Ballot paper. There was a little bit, I'm just on the side, there was a bit of confusion uh, for me the other day because I I think I might have once voted in a booth, but most of the time I'm too lazy and just postal votes. (laughs) Okay. I like going to the polling station. yeah but i don't like going outside ah, that's fair enough i find it quite exciting to go and i i fear that if i registered for a postal vote i'd either do it wrong or forget to post it or yeah there, just, there feels to me to be more potentials for me to do something incorrectly than just turning up and waving a bit of paper and being like i'm here yeah. there's no grown-up yeah. to ask if you're doing it at <laughs> <Exactly>. home <laughs> Um, yeah and i like i yeah i'm i'm terrible about like if i've got a thing that i need to post i'll always be like oh, i'll post that and then it goes in my bag and then like three weeks later i'm like this is still in my bag um the answer so I, to yeah. all of these problems is there's a, a more responsible one when it comes to voting in the house my wife ah, i see yeah i mean our, our, we we moved this summer and our polling station is like two minutes walk from the house now which yeah, is mine is as good. well mine's yeah. super oh, okay. close anyway but you I'm just don't want to go there. In my last house, we had uh, we had a police station right next to us, but the nice. one that I had to go to was ten minutes away. Oh no! <laughs> not only not only is it two minutes away from the house, but it's also basically on my route home from work. Perfect. <laughs> like like it, I couldn't want the polling station in a better place. But I love I love to think of you, uh, Chris, cycling by, going suckers as you um, <laughs> see them filing out the, the the door, waiting. Been there, done that. <laughs> Good. Okay, so these names, these three names are not the ones that we expected to see. Only men on the list. Classic. Um, bit of politics for you there. Uh, <laughs> so is there like, is there anything else in the polling booth? Is there like a pencil on a string or what? what's the situation? So looking around the rest of the booth, you can see there's a pencil on a piece of string. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been attached with a very short cord to the booth and it's it won't reach down to the paper. Oh, so there, we can't vote. Can we give the uh, the pe- the uh, pencil a bit of a tug? It, like, is there like cord beyond the wall that will? Uh... Oh, no, you you give it a bit of a tug and it starts shaking the the booth because it's only made <laughs> of thin like plywood. And don't uh... come a knocking when the booths are rocking. I'm exercising <laughs> yeah. my right and I do not want to be interrupted. <laughs> um... <laughs> someone's done that, haven't they? Like someone's gone caught wanging. <laughs> Oh god. This is supposed anyway. to be private. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can know. Um good. Okay. Um, what was the question? So uh, yeah, we pulled the pencil and the whole thing judded. Someone shouts at you for for like yeah, rocking the um the booth. Is it the G4S machine? Uh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that's um, that's cool. definitely what I planned for was was the rest of your puzzle. We we definitely collaborate on these. Perfect continuity. Um, <laughs> so okay, can we can we do like a loop of the booth, or are we sealed in the booth? We'll, we'll 
you're 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 sealed in. There's a there's a sort of thing Some... behind you, cloth, <laughs> bit of cloth. Okay, curtain. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, so we can't look uh, at the yeah. outside of it. Fine. You could, no. Um. Huh. Uh, is there anything on the back of the ballot paper? No, there's nothing on the back of the ballot paper. I'm guessing that on the ballot paper next to the names, there's like a, a box for us to tick? Uh, there is a box for you to put across them. Or cross even, Next yeah. to each name. Do you think these names are like, do you think they're um, anagrams? I mean, if you take the first letter of each name, given that one of them is Mr. Royce Benji, and you take the M, um, the first letter is spelled Jam. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's not that's not the puzzle. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Oh. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with jam. So uh so literally what we've got is we've got the booth, I presume like with a, a small platform to put the paper on. We've got the ballot paper itself with said writing on it and a yep. pencil that won't reach, and that's everything that we can see. Everything you found so far, yeah. Oh, right. Can we look on the bottom of the little platform? Yeah. So you you sort of bend over to try and have a look underneath, and as soon as you do that, your arse sticks out the back of the curtain, <laughs> and someone tells you off for interfering. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> um, walk into a voting booth and go, does my bum look big in this? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, they're, they're worried that you're interfering in the process. Like, yeah, I see. In that doing case, doing something in the booth. Could we perhaps run our hand underneath? Underneath the platform. You can. Reaching under the small desk, you feel a number of bumps and ridges, along with a thin cylindrical shaped object and a square smooth object that is cold to the touch. Uh, can either of them be removed? So pulling on them, you find they come away with a small amount of force. Bringing them up, you see it as a pencil and a mirror. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay. So can we hold the ballot paper up to the mirror and see if it tells us anything backwards? No, it just reflects the, the ballot paper. Ballot paper in a mirror. Okay. And what about the bumps and ridges underneath? Did they feel like Braille or Morse or anything like that? Uh, there were sort of various straight lines connected to each other. So maybe like letters. Ooh, could we, with the ballot paper facing up, writing upwards, oh. could we um, place it over the bumps underneath and then like take an etching of it? Just very, very quickly before we do that, can we just use the mirror to look at what's underneath? Oh, yeah, we could just do that. <laughs> Yeah. Just it, like I think that's probably where we're going to end up, but I don't want to spoil the ballot unnecessarily. <laughs> that's a better idea. A look at the mirror. Using the mirror to look at the underside of the desk, you can see people have carved two messages into it. First one reads "Never fuck a Tory," and the second one reads "Never gonna give you up." Oh, okay. Well, that's Rick Astley, and is the first one John Cooper? No, John Cooper Clark is. If you go home with someone and they've got no books, don't fuck them. I think uh, "Never gonna give you up." Okay. Hmm. And that's all we can see. That's all you can in see. In the mirror, okay. Never hmm. Tory, never going to give you up. We've got no party affiliation for any of these people, but we do have a pencil now, which is more than we had to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> or like a usable pencil. And we're not doing an etching with it then. <laughs> ben, do you think it's something to do with the, the people who said those things? Or do you think I'm barking at the wrong... I mean, it's got to be something to do with the names as well. Oh, wait, hang on a minute. Do the letters of rearrange... No, they don't. Um, I was just, <laughs> just looking at Granger, and you said it was spelled in a funny way, and I was like, "Hang on a minute, does that does so, that spell rearrange?" But no, it doesn't. Just, just um, going double checking. Granger is spelled G R A N E G R. Yes. Oh, I had an extra letter in there. In which case, that is still not a thing. I mean, you could spell I, arrange with a G. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love this was G. the 
This was the quickest. This is like the quickest puzzle I've ever done. And I was worried you were going to get it too fast. Well, here we are. Um, As you know, the, I think the train puzzle was faster. Where I was just like, <laughs> if you just keep digging, you get to the key. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, um, the mirror, never fuck a Tory, never going to give you up. These definitely don't like, they're not. And, and I'm just trying to rearrange letters. You did mention jam, but apparently that's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> and these aren't the real candidates. Uh-huh. I feel thoroughly disconcerted. <laughs> Disoriented. It feels like someone's having a laugh at us, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's nice to feel slightly overwhelmed um, every once in a while. So... I don't know, Ben, what do you think? I, I, at the moment, I am literally just looking at these names, seeing what I can rearrange. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, the, the, the one that I think is getting to me, there's two names on here that uh, feel odd. Josh Robinson, Ooh. I'm fairly happy with as a name. Uh, Alfie Granger, the fact that Granger is spelt perhaps incorrectly. Like an app from the mid-noughties. <laughs> <laughs> like um, Flicker. Yes, and it's less yeah. Granger and more Graniger. Um <laughs> Graniger, yeah. And also Royce is 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 a name, but but seems like an odd name. And the fact that it's prefixed by Mr. is Yes. Odd. Hmm. Uh, Royce was R O Y C E, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, it's Mr. Royce Benji Jeremy Corp. No. Can't, that doesn't fit. Jeremy Corbyn, Joe Swinson, Boris Johnson, Nigel Farage. It's, oh, is Alfie Granger Nigel Farage? Is that the letters? N I G E L F A. R-A-G-E. Oh, okay. Plus one R. Yeah. Oh, there's two R's in Farage, isn't there? Okay, so Alfie Granger is Nigel Farage. Mr. Royce Benji is... Oh, Boris Johnson is is uh, Josh Robinson. Boris, Nigel, and... So Royce Benji must be Jeremy... Yeah, it is Jeremy Corbyn. Okay, Jeremy. Oh, I was trying to find, like, where that was, but that's... that's yeah, well, well, well found. Corbyn. Okay, so we've got Nigel Farage, Boris Johnson, Jeremy Corbyn, so we know which is which. They're all running in the same seat. That's risky um, to put to put your party leader up against another party leader. It's gutsy. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I respect the moxie of the whole thing. Um, has that has that happened before? I mean, I guess like independents are technically the, the leader of their own party. Yeah. But, um... yeah. Nigel Farage once did run against um, John Burko when Burko was speaking. You know, the convention is that you don't uh... run against the speaker, but Farage did. That was when he did the thing. He did like a stunt where he went up in a prop plane to fly a banner over Buckingham, saying like, "Don't vote for um uh, for for." Burko, and then the plane crashed, and there's that great picture of him like staggering around in a field with blood coming out of his ears. Anyway, um, just a little bit of uh, history from the what must have been a decade ago now. Um, okay, that's moved us somewhere. We know which one's which. That's good. So, if we're going to take our our two uh, quotes from underneath the the, the table to be literal, uh, never victorious. Presumably, we won't not vote Boris for Johnson. Boris Johnson, and then um, give you up. So, I put a big X by him to say not him. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the X means I don't like this one. Michael, the other ones. Um, and then, I mean, I wonder if never going to give you up is a reference to the European Union with. Uh, like that's been a that was a never going to give EU up. It is, it, is a it is indeed spelt uh, never going to uh, give EU oh, up. You could have told us that several minutes ago. You could have asked for the spelling. Oh, you asked for the spelling of the I others. I think you'd notice that anyway. Um, okay, so so I I guess we vote for Jeremy Corbyn. Um, Putting a cross in the box next to Jeremy Corbyn. You lift the paper, take it out of the booth, and under, underneath the paper, just before you remove it, you find the tactical vo key. <laughs> Congratulations, you solved the puzzle. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 
that was so simple, and yet it had me so stumped. <laughs> I was like, Ben is going to get these fucking anagrams within half a second. No. I need to add some more to make it more complicated. <laughs> I can't believe it took me that long. I think if there had been more than just those three, mm. if Joe Swinson had been in there, as if there had been a fourth, I might have got it quicker. Okay, well, with our ballot paper in hand, we head over to the ballot box. And that is my puzzle. <laughs> Okay, so approaching the ballot box table, you see uh, a table with a with a long white tablecloth on and a ballot box on top of it. And beyond the ballot box, you can see another table with a tidy box. Uh, what would you like to see? With a what box? With a what box? Uh, with a tidy box, like a plastic plastic box. I was going to say so big as I gestured how big it was. That's that's no good to me, Ben. I need you to help me here. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's uh, about um, thirty inches by about thirty five inches, something like that. Okay, so that's like, <laughs> what's that in the real world? 30 inches. Is that like, like quite a big? Foot, a, a, a foot by a bit more than a foot. <laughs> what, 30 it's inches? Like, no. Just, no, 30 no, inches, inches is, inches is no, like, like five feet. I'm thinking, of, no, I'm thinking no. about 30 centimetres. <laughs> you've got a Pam Hensley Chris Imperial Conversion System, which is double it had a bit. So, so 70 centimetres? So, no, let's start again. There's a tiny box. <laughs> it's about 30 centimetres by 35 centimetres because I got my units wrong. Right, okay. So it's a, it's roughly the size of a sheet of, the long side of a sheet of A4 squared. Ish, yeah. All right. Um. Okay, so I'm going to put, 300 mil by 350 <laughs> or 350 mil box um and that's white did you say it's a sort of uh vaguely see-through oh okay you can see there are things in it what, what, what kind of things like fish or do you want to have a wander around and have a look yes. inside it yeah that's good okay so you wander around the ballot box table and have a look at the sundries table inside the tidy box is uh, a collection of stationery just sort of all thrown in there uh, anything else uh, you want to have a little rummage through and see what you can find yeah yeah, yeah. okay but so can, you... I, can i put a glove on my hand just before i don't want to get i'm afraid you didn't bring before. gloves so um oh fuck <laughs> my ex was gonna play up but sure <laughs> so you can see a series of uh those pencils that we saw in the in the voting booths and you can see uh little branded pens uh, although most of the branding is rubbed off over years of wear and and rulers that the uh that the the registration people use to to cross off the the names of people you see some rubbers uh, quite why you want to have why rubber you condoms in a <laughs> we've, dis- we've discussed this at length vote safely <laughs> and uh, and you find a couple of double a batteries as well oh Sounds like we're going to turn something on. Double um, <laughs> A batteries. Uh, okay. Is there anything on the stationery? Is it just like blank paper? Uh, no, there's there's no there's no paper at all. Um, can, oh right. Can okay. I just take can I take my my card thing with the cross on it that I've totally not forgotten the name of? Yeah. And put it put it in the box. Uh, you tried to put it in the box. Uh, however, the the hole is sealed. It's too early. We're in we're in before the seven a.m. kickoff. Um, okay. Would Would you like you gotta, to have? You gotta do that whole prep. Would you like to have a, a look at the ballot box? Yes, I would like to give it a, a good once over. Okay, so. <laughs> You um, you have a look at the ballot box, and you can see that the hole on top is is indeed sealed uh, from the inside, which is is slightly odd. The lid of the box, the lid of the box, is sealed with is is locked, in fact, with three whimsical padlocks. So, so the the, Wait, the goal of this task is to spoil the ballot key. box. 
<laughs> yeah, it seems normal. Okay. Another thing to note, yes. not about the ballot box itself, but as you're now around this side of the table, you see in front of the ballot box to yourselves, there is a uh, digital camera. Rather old looking digital camera, but a digital camera nonetheless. I am going to put those double edge digital camera on and have yeah. you uh, you put the double edge uh, double edge the double <laughs> batteries in the in in the in the camera and then I'm going to hit the can we turn it like, on, on have a look yeah on and play button and have a look through yeah you turn it on and it says no memory card oh. is a memory card in the sundries box. You take a look through the stationary box and no, you cannot find a memory card. Can we lift up the, the ballot box? You try, but curiously, it's affixed to the table. Are there memory cards on any of the tables nearby? Uh, not that My you can pockets. see. Have I accidentally swallowed the memory card? Um, you don't recall, so you probably so haven't. We can't rule it out, but we can't rule it out. Mm. I suppose is not. Do we have to do a saw style do you want, thing do you want to go in? Chris is going to cut me open. <laughs> To get the memory card out of my stomach, because I don't I want to. I was just going to suggest you, you take twenty minutes on the shitter, but you know. hack at you with a blunt ruler. You've got to get it out before it gets digested. Um, permanent damage to it. Uh, okay, so there's no memory card in the digital camera, so presumably we can't take. If I try and take a photo, that's not going to save. Uh, no, it won't. Okay, um, so presumably we need to find the memory card. Can we go back to the sundries box, please? Uh, you can do the pens with the rubbed off branding. Yes. Do any of them look like they would have anything significant on that rubbed off branding? Uh, no. Okay, I've done I've done puzzles on this show before where worn off uh, print on things was important. Um, no, no. But having another rummage, you do find a, a, a small key. Oh, not not to fit the not to fit the um, one of the whimsical padlocks, but definitely a small key. Okay. So if we go back over to the ballot box, yes. Can I just jam a pen in the top and see what happens? Um, you try to jam a pen, but the <laughs> the pen bl- uh, kind of cracks slightly. I mean, it's definitely not broken, uh, but you suddenly fear for your national health service. Wow. Oh, don't ruin the no, no, no. I wouldn't dream of it. Somebody sealed this up with like Araldite or something. Um, <laughs> that's just rude. Uh, okay. I like how we're, we're doing this in front of, I assume, the the ever watchful gaze of the robots. <laughs> and they just don't give a shit. We can just mess about with the uh, totally fair democratic system. Are we still on first past the post now we've got robots doing it? I, I, I think we probably are. That is frustrating. Um, okay. So we found a small key. Yes. Is there anything on the camera that looks like it would accept a key? Uh, there is not. Is there anything on either of the boxes that looks like they would accept the key from the out, like, except for the three whimsical padlocks? Nope, no, you can see uh, nowhere that would would uh, fit this key. In the whole world. Okay. Can I? Can we look under the sundries table and the ballot box table? Uh, you can have a look under the sundries table. Uh, there's there's no cloth on that one, and you can see straight underneath uh, there is nothing on it. For, just to double check, you, uh, you lay on your back and gaze at the underneath of the the table it's uh, plastered with chewing gum but not mm. a lot else what about the ballot box um table? you you lift the uh the the tablecloth of the ballot box Oof. table and find underneath three additional ballot boxes oh can we pull those ballot boxes out you can do two of them require a key to open and one of them requires a five digit combination five five uh five numbers oh, so can we this is a, a very multi-part puzzle like ben's normal puzzles um <laughs> <laughs> can we try the key that we have in one of those ballot boxes? You can do, and you've picked the right box. Uh, this is uh, the the lock pops open. You want to have a look inside the inside? Yeah. yeah, cool. You have a look inside, and uh, you find a memory card. Hey, put it in the camera. You uh, you slot it in the camera, and uh, it. This is definitely a very old camera uh, because there's now a loading bar uh, sure. loading the pictures that are on the memory card. Uh, but a grid pops up, and you can see. Well, you can't actually see the pictures; they're just pixelated blobs. I presumably have to kind of click on one of them okay. to, to look at it. Well, let's start. 
cycling through. Okay, yeah. so the um, the first picture is of a bird. It's got a yellow belly and blue wings. Yellow belly, blue wings. Is that a blue tip? Yeah, quite possibly. Okay, and what's the next one? Oh, maybe that's the coalition. The- Lib Demson. The uh, the next one has got a, a white belly and brown wings. Uh, the next one is sort of uh, different shades of brown all over and it has a crest on its head. The next one is grey all over with a black head. The next picture is of a largish man with a mop of blonde hair okay. uh, zip wiring down with a couple of uh, Union Jacks in his hand. Okay. And what's next? Uh, goes back to the yellow belly, blue wings. Right, so that's back to the start. So we've got yellow belly, blue wings, white and brown, uh, white, white wings, brown head, brown body, crested head. Grey body, black head. <clears throat> it might not be any correlation here, but there's five pictures, and the I believe the code for one of the ballot things was Ooh, five. Yeah. Maybe. Um, is there anything else in the ballot box? Uh, there is not. So I'm just trying to think. What does this require prior knowledge of British political history? Um, in so much as as you may need some some idea of popular or unpopular opinion of a particular politician. Oh, hang okay. on. So. Yellow belly, blue. Yellow belly is uh, cowardly, right? Uh, is that irrelevant? sure? It, yeah, I, I would. Uh, yes. <laughs> pursue <laughs> pursue like, another no, avenue. Yeah, I just don't know what the, the the bloody things are about. The birds. You do notice on the on the controls of the camera, there's a little eye button which, which signals that you may get some further information. Yes, give me that info. Give me that EXIF data. That is what I'm fantastic. Here for. So, um, <laughs> uh, along with a bunch of seemingly meaningless statistics about picture quality, um, you do see the image names of each of the pictures, and the uh, yellow belly, blue wings is in fact a blue tit. Great. What's next? Scrolling through, uh, you've got a marsh tit. That was the uh, the white belly with brown mm-hmm. wings. Uh, going further, you have the crested tit. The grey with black head is a coal tit. And the picture of the politician uh, is simply called great.jpg. <laughs> sure. Um, a great tit, so we've yes. Got blue, okay. marsh, crested, coal, as, as in C-O-A-L. Uh, indeed, yes. Type. Okay, so we're trying to find five numbers, right? You are. Yeah. That was more of a question for, for Chris, but I appreciate you answering. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, I think so. I've got a six-digit code from it. Go on. A six-digit code? I do have a six-digit code of, of 2, 12, 3, 3, oh, 7. the numbers in the alphabet. Mm, as long as I've done my counting right. What's uh, the first letter? 2, 12. Oh, I see, I see. Hmm. Can I try that in the uh, in the other? And you can do, box? but uh, with there being five numbers oh, needed, and you've got six. But it is five digits, not five numbers. Yeah, okay. It, it, yeah. Um. And having a little look, having a little look, they seem to be grouped. Actually, the numbers. There seems to be a group of two and a slightly heftier piece of plastic with a middle number on its own, and then a slightly heftier bit of plastic, and then again the final two numbers. So suggesting maybe uh, three numbers, but uh, made up of five digits. Hmm. What? Um. <laughs> fuck's sake yeah um <laughs> i'm trying to work out from the names of these birds like whether they relate to particular politicians but i feel like that's not the thing that we're going for here no, it's the bar it's, it's just boris being a great term. well indeed um fucking yeah, he's a prime minister i just remembered that i thought it was going to be a short yeah, night still though. yeah um <laughs> okay um you said something about popular opinion earlier um, yes, or, or or depending on your alignment, unpopular opinion, I suppose. What was the second bird? Marsh tit. On uh, the info data? Marsh. Yeah, because I was... Mm. Mm. Ben, can you give us a little nudge? Um, so you're, you're currently 
uh, going down a path of trying to look for things that are uncommon, I would suggest that's the wrong path. Yeah, a path of what? A path of what? What, the what fuck that's uncommon? Was that clue? <laughs> you seem to be pointing out differences uh, rather than commonalities. They're all tits. Two, two tits come in pairs. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well. That's most of, of you, most of the time. There are good reasons that they don't sometimes. Yeah, um, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mo- generally. Uh, so we should be looking for commonalities. Okay. So there's two There's two that have got... There's blue tit, marsh tit, crested tit, cold tit, great tit. And then there's, there's actually only three numbers, but spread across five digits in yeah. clusters of... Shut up, car. Yeah. Two, one, and two. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Do I have to understand anything about birds to kind of to kind of get this? Nope. Mm, okay. It's gonna be so. Yeah. Cool. I think we're both gonna kick ourselves. When I get this. Um, yeah, I can feel damn, it. Damn man. Oh, see, it's got three letters in it. Oh, uh, where's T in the in the alphabet? Can someone oh, do the maths one? Okay. So it's T I T. So dumb. It's the same thing I did before, but with T I T. I just can't be asked to count all the way to T. I think it's letter twenty. So two zero one two zero. Could you? Can we try 20120, please? You try 20120, uh, but no. that doesn't work. No, because you did one, because it's tit. So it's where's I, oh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, 9, 20920. You try 20920 and the padlock Ding. clicks open. Yay, we totally got that on our own, didn't you, Danny? Help. <laughs> uh, what's, what's inside the power box? inside the box is a small key not unlike the first key that you found right, let's use that to open the other box so you go to the final ballot box and the key does indeed fit and that clicks open and you take a look inside congratulations you have found the general key lection and you have solved my puzzle <laughs> Hooray! Yay! God, that was a wrench. <laughs> and with that we insert oh god i gotta find your puzzle name and get your thing again <laughs> And with that, we insert the voter ID laws disproportionately prevent minority groups from exercising their democratic rights key, the tactical vote key, and the general key election into the padlocks on the ballot box, and we black out. We wake some time later to find the clock calendar thing on the wall saying it's 10am on Friday the 13th of December 2019. (laughs) We peer inside the ballot box to find the results of the general election. Tune in to news outlets of the future to see whether we escape or whether we lost our beloved National Health Service. And there we are. You can subscribe to us on all of your apps, feeds, iTunes, and also our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Just search for The Infinite Escape Room. We'd love to have your feedback and to hear where The Infinite Escape Room should take us next. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could give us a rating and a review on iTunes, Facebook, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope to see you next time for another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Don't vote Tory. Bye. Love you. Bye. Don't vote Tory. Really don't vote Tory.